Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are served from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band, full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more info. I'm 29. And I know that this is going to be the world that we're going to have to deal with, that we're going to have to live in. And with all due respect to my colleagues, but especially in like the Republican Party, it's like you're not going to have to live with this problem. You're just, I'm sorry. Is she wishing they're all going to be dead or just stating they're all going to be dead or what the hell? I don't know. I, I, she's the gift that just never, ever stops giving. That's, that's what I have discovered. Our planet is going to make disaster if we don't turn the ship around. And so it's basically like there's scientific consensus that the lives of children are going to be very difficult. And it does lead, I think, young people to have a legitimate question. You know, should, is it okay to still have children? And I mean, not just financially, because people are graduating with twenty, thirty, a hundred thousand dollars worth of student loan debt, and so they can't even afford to have kids in a house. But also, just this basic moral question: like, what do we do? And and even if you don't have kids, there are still children here in the world, and we have a moral obligation to them and uh, to leave a better world for them. And. This idea that if we just, you know, I've been working on this for X amount of years, um, it's like not good enough. Like we need a universal sense of urgency and people are trying to like introduce watered down proposals that are frankly going to kill us. A lack of urgency is going to kill us. It doesn't matter if you agree that climate change is an important issue. It, at, at this point, it doesn't matter. If you, if you believe climate change is a problem, that's not even the issue. It's, it's The issue is how urgently you feel we need to fix it. You know, when she poses the question, should young people have children? Um, yes, they should, just not her. She should not um, replicate herself because she's nuts. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. But I hate to jump in on this point, but it's that's actually been a discussion that people have. Like I've been. We around had this had. discussion when I was uh, coming up. I was for zero population growth. I didn't want any babies born in America because we were exhausting our resources. And then I grew up. Okay. Unfortunately, uh, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez doesn't seem to have that part together. Um, you know, the growing up part. And yet somehow she ends up sitting in, in Congress, which is mind boggling to me. Um, you know, and, and I am so frustrated right now because I have this, um, new email thanks to our new, uh, you know, a company that purchased us we all have these new emails and every time anyone posts on our 850 wftl facebook page i get an email so stop posting all right i you know i just i don't know what to do i, I assume i could just filter them out you, you could have just went to management i did <laughs> and they, they couldn't understand it so you bring it on air right 
I went right to the audience. Could you all please, especially, you know, some of these uh, wannabe radio personalities in town who like or use the 850 website uh, as if they were part of, uh, you know, our staff. And it's like, you're not part of our staff. Stop posting. That's all. You know, I barely post. So I, I don't understand why people who don't work here do so much posting. What do you, they do work here. No, they don't. Yes. No, this person, three people that I, that I've been getting emails from constantly do not work here. I'm pretty sure they work here. I know they don't work here. Let me see the names. I'm not going to say I'm on the air. No, I said let me see them. Okay, trust me, they don't work here. As a matter of fact, I mentioned it to our program director. And he said, oh, that guy keeps bothering me and wants to get a show. Uh, so they why don't is he work posting here. for our website? I don't know. That's not a good idea. Or posting on our website. Can you post even if you're not, you know? I think, you know what? I think you're just hooked up to when anybody comments or responds. That there. might be it. Well, But yeah. why? Why am I because never was hooked up you before? To, you, are you not reading our, we're supposed to be responding. I'm not responding to every person who puts something stupid up on the website. Well, who puts a picture of their dog. I don't care. You know, tells me their timeline, where they're going, what they do. I don't care. I got to respond to that. No offense, uh, audience. I love you very much, but I don't really care when you go to the dollar store or, or if your dog has fleas. You know, it uh, sounds like a personal problem to me. Keep it off the web page, okay? That's all. I, I want you to visit it. I want you to read it. Just don't post. <laughs> Or post meaningful things. You know, there was a one meaningful thing all weekend. One person put up a meaningful. They they outed a, um, a a fake story that had been circulating all weekend, and they said, "Look, I fact checked this uh, all ways to Sunday. It's not true." And I was grateful because I had seen a couple of versions of the story and thought to myself, "This is stupid. I don't believe this." But I didn't bother to do all the fact checking, and some listener did and put that up on the website. I appreciate that, you know. Well, that could have been a moment for you to comment. I did. Okay, see? I did. I responded. I didn't comment. I, I went into a instant message or so. I don't even know what I did, but I didn't did post it. I said something directly to that person. Well, good. That, that's the point of it. Right. Well, but it, do I have to, to so-and-so put up a new photo? Uh, you know, please. And, and a lot of these, you don't understand. A lot of these are people who used to be on the radio. Okay. They're not on the radio anymore. I get the same emails. No, you don't. I, I was actually... You had 41 this morning when you woke up? Well, no, because okay. not, I don't have FTL. But. Oh, thank you. That's, that's my point. Okay. I don't even know who half of these people are. And and then they, they put ads up there on top of everything else as if it weren't bad enough. They like are running commercials for themselves. You know, so anyway. Um, uh, You've gone way off subject with this. No, that is the subject. I immediately got an email from management that said, Brian can set up a filter to send them directly to the trash. <laughs> see? <laughs> well, but see, uh, when I asked numero uno in programming, I didn't get that answer. It's numero dos who sent me that answer. They're probably working on it. You didn't, no, I, I know when you did this. On. Hold on. You got here about 9.30. You went back to... You probably told them at like 9.55. Show starts at 10. And 9.40. By 10, 11, 40. 9.40, I told them. I don't think so. I did. Yeah. Yeah. You got to give people a little bit of time, though. Hey, listen. Do they give me time? Yes. No. 
Yes, they no, do. I'm still, I can't, I'm struggling to, to even embrace this new time slot, you know? And they keep telling me, you're doing great, numbers are great, numbers are great. Uh, why do I feel like nobody even knows I'm here? That's, it's a frustrating feeling. Man. I have people contacting me uh, on my per personal email saying like, what happened? What station are you on? Like I disappeared. You know, it's rough. It's rough. I'm trying to adjust, but it's not easy. I don't like this whole um, no time in the morning to get my act together. And, you know, I can, I got to work out in 30 minutes if Whoa. I want to work out. I, well, how long you were at that time slot? A long time, right? Uh, 18 years. No, yeah, your no body's big, adjusted. To yeah, that. Like when exactly. When I went from overnights to daytime, it took... Like six, but that's totally different. But it took me. About yeah, that's seven different. Months, if months. I was in overnights, I did that. I went from overnights to uh, morning drive, and although that isn't as big a change as overnights to middays, yeah, I um, do that. it was rough. And the one thing about the earlier the morning that I have to start work, the more calories I consume because I cannot get my energy level up. Um, in two hours, it takes me five hours to get my energy level up. So now I got to wake up and, and, and start, you know, today I had, this is my third juice. Okay. No wonder you got to take so many bathroom breaks. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it, you know, it's like, I need all this sugar. I have to, I have to get, at least it's natural sugar. It could be worse, you know? Now I'm getting text messages. I love the new time slot. I love the new time. I know some people love it. They get up and they can just turn on the radio and hear me. But I got to like get up at five o'clock and start preparing myself. Yeah. I like those yeah. emails I get at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Ping. Ping. Yeah. Sorry. Um, anyway, it's all good. It's all good. I'm, I'm going to get used to it. I'm already a little used to it. By the end of, uh, by the end of March, I'll be used to it. That doesn't mean I'm going to love it, but I'm, I'll be used to it and I'll do a, a much more, um, you know, positive, you know, spin on it. Like I'll, I'll decide that this is the best thing that ever happened to me. I have a tendency to once I embrace something, I turn it into the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm already used to it. I'm waking up earlier than I ever woke up. And some days you're really like sh sharp and, and I appreciate it. And <laughs> some days... There's just like, uh, like you know, I want you to go back to bed and try again in an hour. Yeah. It's not my fault, though. This no, it's not my fault either. Well, you know, can't, we're can't doing the best we can. Anyway, a couple of things happened over the weekend that really were disturbing. Do I need to take a break already? I do, don't I? All right. And I will get to them. The first thing that was really disturbing was the new Southern Poverty Law Center's, uh, you know, I almost said a bad word just now let me let me reframe it bull duty um about all the hate crimes that are going on in america I, i've had it up to my eyebrows in this new interpretation of what a hate crime is number one and number two why is the southern poverty law center still in existence will somebody just finally sue them out of existence i mean they've lost a couple of big suits and like they need to be sued out of existence um number one and then number two you know, we were all making fun of, I don't know if you saw that Charles Barkley's, uh, you know, ripping uh, Jesse Smollett on the halftime show. It was hilarious. I mean, Barkley can be absolutely hilarious. But he brought up an issue in it about the checks that, you know, you don't write a check 
for somebody to commit a crime. And so, in fact, the notation on the check says TMZ uncovered this weekend pretty much uh, may exonerate Jesse Smollett from the crime. So we're going to talk about that just as quick as I was to condemn him. I am now open to the idea that maybe we did rush to judgment, but in the wrong direction. So, you know, well, let me let me begin with uh, with this Smollett story. Apparently, what? Oh, and by the way, um, R. Kelly can't make bail. He can't make his bond. Yeah, I read that story. He doesn't. I don't. I can't believe he doesn't have the right to. I can't believe. Uh, I can't. What was that song? Uh, whatever. I, I, I can fly. I can fly. Whatever. Whatever. Um, this this guy has been in jail all weekend. Um, I believe I can fly yeah. that one. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yep. He doesn't have the rights to that. Well, let me tell you something. That's he a- is appearing in court right now on these charges, and they are. Um, massive. He's got some serious charges, multiple charges of sex with underage girls, and he can't make bail. You know, they set the bail so high that I think it was a million dollar bond. Yeah, that's only a hundred thousand. And with how many? He would just got. See, I don't. No, wait. I think it's a million dollars. It was a million dollar bail, but if he gets ten percent, I thought it was a million dollar bond. It's a million dollar bond. What I read online was it's a million dollar mm-hmm. bond, but a hundred. He couldn't come up with a hundred thousand. But he just got off tour. When you, you, you shake your head like, you know, wow, how can somebody not come no, up with 100000 Did you come he, up with 100000 But he just got off tour. That's what I'm like. Why don't you have 100000 You just got off tour. Like, something just doesn't add up to me. Like, the money is somewhere else. That's how I kind of feel about it. Because, like, you just got off tour. I think he's paid off a lot of women over the years, personally. That's what he was doing right before getting locked up. Yeah. I mean, I, I have no idea. But I will tell you this. Um... He he's not going to be released on his own recognizance. That's just not going to happen. Um, and it's so different the way he's being handled and how everybody's kind of really happy about his arrest. I mean, people feel like it's justice, and and I get that. You know, um, abusing small girls is not a not something that the American public is willing to overlook. I don't care how good your music is, and I don't know that his music is all that good. I mean, wow. he has a couple of songs. Couple. Couple. He was a hit maker for like almost 10 years there. A very small part of the population considered him a hit maker. Well, if you're in the urban community, you you know. Okay, but the urban uh, community is only 14% of the, you know, music audience. He did sell a lot of records. And look, Beyonce and Jay-Z are also catered to an urban population, but they crossed over. Um, R. Kelly, not so much. He did not cross over, except for I Believe uh, I Can Fly. That's the only song that I think, you know... Uh, to be frank, most people would even know. Well, that's what what I was going to say is when he hit that record, he opened up a whole new audience. Then he had like two platinum records right after that. And oh, then name everything, one. Uh, TP2. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. That, well. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just telling you the truth. You're an urban legend in your own mind. And no, you... And you worked on an urban station for years, so you know these songs. But, uh, you know, he he's uh, he's he's not that big a deal in mainstream America. People don't even know what his name is, okay? Somebody asked me, what does the R stand for? I mean, you know, that's kind of... You're my age, you know. <laughs> 
Do you know his middle name? I don't care about his middle name. Ah, but Why? See, I don't study him like that. Like I don't know anybody's middle name. Well, anyway, I mean that that is interesting to me. Um, and and believe me, I can believe I can I can fly is the only song that I can even sing one line from. I don't well, you know bump and grind all that stuff. And no, most people don't know those that, songs. Right. Yeah, yeah, like because I was a kid literally when that movie came out. So it was like the interesting was thing like, that I, I have to ask is, are they going to show the video of him with that fourteen-year-old girl to a, a jury? Like That's pretty one? damning. Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. every Friday night of the year. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are optional. Serve from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band from 7 to 11 playing ballroom, standards, party music, and German traditional. Full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more information. So anyway, uh, back to all of the news that I never really, you know, get to every story. It's amazing to me how some people can't find anything to talk about or feel like they have to talk about one thing for two hours or three hours when there's just so much news and I don't I don't know how to get it all fit in. But I, I saw a very interesting story on TMZ this weekend. Now, I admit, I look at uh, TMZ with a... Uh, a jaded eye part of me wants to believe everything i read there because of course my son is affiliated with the site and uh, and is really one of the people responsible for vetting any story that comes out there but i have discovered that you know they're in the business of quickly getting information out and if they can get two sources they're happy and they run with stories regardless of how um you know, there may be some, some problems or some questions about an individual story. Last week, I was uh, totally convinced that the chief of police in Chicago had gathered enough evidence and that he was certain that this had been a hoax, that Jesse Smollett had literally tried to further his career or increase his salary or whatever the variations on that theme are by becoming a victim. And that victimization was in some of the most heinous things that uh, we have to confront, ev all of us in America today. Um, racism, hatred towards uh, um, gays, any, any of that stuff makes us cringe. We, we don't believe that in an America of 2019, anybody should be subjected to a beating on the street over their sexual identity um, or over their politics, which I'm sure Jesse Smollett wouldn't mind if someone got beat up wearing a MAGA hat. But to, um, to the general public, we really don't countenance beating one another up over differences of opinion or over different lifestyles. Now, as long as you're not R. Kelly and uh, basically molesting children, we are 
a nation that says what happens between two consenting adults in the privacy of their own uh, motel room is none of my business. As long as they consent, you know, I don't believe anybody should be um, scared into sex or threatened into sex or blackmailed into sex. And I certainly don't believe that an adult should have sex with a child, period. I don't, you know, I don't want to hear all this Nambla nonsense about man-boy love. And I don't want to hear R. Kelly, uh, you know, tell me about how it's perfectly natural as long as the girl is in the mood or whatever. It's just nonsense, right? But... Justice Smollett has maintained his innocence, which I thought he is. He must be delusional. The guy's got to be on drugs. And that was being floated around last week. Oh, you know, uh, Jesse has a problem. Apparently he was looking for Molly, which I, I think is the nickname for some drug that I've never, you know, had any experience with. I think it came after my generation. You know, it's well, don't don't shake your head. It's like some kind of drug, right? It's ecstasy, basically. Okay, so that I know what that is. It makes you like feel really happy and stuff like that. So it's a, uh, is it a hallucinogen or is it a, what is it? I haven't taken it, but I've seen people on it. And do they dance around and sing? It's not like Flocka where they feel like they're on fire and have to like douse themselves uh, in rainwater or anything, is it? Roll around in puddles. Well, had a Take neighbor, their clothes off. They used to take it quite a bit. And if he got a bad batch, you'd be pretty crazy. Oh, well, in any case, apparently, you know, I thought, okay, here's going to be the line of defense. Jesse Smollett's going to say, I have untreated addiction. And that works for a lot of people. You know, you go into rehab and the people forget. And then you come out and you're different and you're you know, living a new lifestyle and people are much more forgiving. So I thought, well, that's one method of dealing with this. And maybe, in fact, he is a drug addict and he, you know, couldn't uh, contain himself. I don't know. And then he forced the lie because he needed money. I don't know. I was willing to, to see that as a possibility. But he did not say that. He, he, it was said about him, but he never said, I have a drug problem. Uh, instead, he said, I'm innocent of this. I swear to God, he said. Now, let me tell you something. You know, most people who've grown up in a home where their parents believe in God don't say, I swear to God, casually. You know, there maybe you do because uh, you you grew up and didn't believe anything that was going on um, was okay in your household. But for the most part, most people who bro grow up in a house where God is reverenced do not say I, "I I swear to God" if they are lying. You know, they'll say something else. I swear, but not they don't add the to God part unless they're like really trying to uh, show you how sincere they are. So I got a little, uh, I got a little put off, taken aback by the I swear to God thing. And I, I said to Billy, that's really, you know, I, I, now I hope that he is innocent because if he just swore to God and he's guilty, that's really just going to make things that much worse on him and in his soul. And so I, I, I then started thinking like, well, what, what? is going on here what what could this possibly be other than what it seems the police chief laid out and sure enough tmz got a hold of the checks copies of the checks and copies of text messages between the two nigerian brothers i can't pronounce their name ola and mola or whatever and jussie as well as the checks written by jussie on jussie's checks it says that it was payment for um, training 
and nutritional advice and and it spells it out in the you know the little part on the bottom where it says notes on your check where you write like for uh you know the gym or for rent um it spells out these things that have nothing to do with a hoax so i thought yeah but then again um if i were stupid enough to think i could get away with this crime i would try to like put some preventative things in there and maybe write that on the check that I'm giving them so that if it ever comes back, I could say, hey, but look, I was just paying for, you know, physical training for my new video because he put the name of the video on the notes as well. And apparently, Jesse's running with that story and he's beginning to get a substantial amount of backers for the story, not the least of which is I don't know the guy's name Terrence something that plays the father on the Terrence show Howard. Terrence Howard who said this is my son I believe him these actors take themselves way too seriously it's not your son Terrence but I, I understand uh, that you have been working for five years pretending he was your son but in the final analysis you actually do have a real son and it's not Jesse Kind of reminds me of when uh, President Obama was commenting on the Trayvon Martin case and said, if I had a son, he could look like this. And I'm still trying to figure out how, if he had a son, he could have looked like that, but whatever. So I, I just, I just am not as convinced anymore as I was at the very beginning. I always had my doubts. Then I basically got confirmation from the case that had been put together and the chief of police in Chicago presented in a very compelling manner. And then he had the detective who led the investigation get up there and lay it out. And I mean, they were specific. They said that that uh, he gave them the money that they used to buy the items in the uh, hairstyle store, whatever it was. They were in some kind of beauty store where they bought the hats, the masks, and they bought the um, rope in a hardware store and that there was money that they had gotten from Jesse. And I'm trying to figure out, well, how do you establish that? They have to track down that $100 bill and find his fingerprints on it, I would gather. I mean, it's it can be done. And if you watch enough crime dramas, you know that uh, they have the capability of doing that. But But bottom line, there's so much about this story that doesn't add up in both directions now. I just don't know. I am I am not as thoroughly convinced that it happened the way the police chief said it. I'm also thoroughly convinced that Jussie Smollett is kind of creepy and is capable of doing uh, some weird stuff. But I, ju I don't know. I don't know how this went down anymore. I think it is uh, complicated. And, and I think what most of us just want to know, did he hoax the country, the world, or did he loosely create a scenario um, that is believable? Because I just don't know. I'm not as sure as I was on Friday. Friday, I was like, you know, he's not going to get enough time. He should be punished. I hope his career is over. You know, that's what the, I, I admit. That's the stuff I was saying. And today, I'm just really trying to figure out, like, what happened here? Why, you know, why is he maintaining his innocence with the f f fever that he's maintaining it? 
And why does he actually have some some physical evidence that perhaps he was, uh, you know, not involved in this hoax? Could the brothers have cooked this up on their own when he gave them the check for the purposes of? Because uh, we know that it was the brothers who who mugged him. We have evidence of that through the videotapes. Um, they have also admitted that they were there, so we have evidence that they were involved, but. How do I really know if he put them up to it or they just concocted it in their heads because they figured it would be a plausible scheme? I just, I don't know about the rest of you, but I can at least admit that I'm not as certain as I was on Friday. And they're going to have to prove their case. And he's got Mike Aragos. He's got some powerful attorneys um, who are going to try their best to dismantle the uh, Chicago Police Department's um, evidence and case and I'm fascinated by this in the meantime his career is ostensibly over I mean he's been cut from the last two episodes of Empire I don't think anybody's going on his uh, to his concerts I think the concert tour has either been cancelled or it will be cancelled so basically if he's guilty he's paying a powerful price and if he's not guilty he's paying a powerful price and Where's the justice in that? That's my problem. So prosecutors are about to get another sex tape in the R. Kelly case, and sources are telling TMZ that it's even more shocking than the last one, which was pretty shocking. Uh, Michael Avenetti, oh, he's back in the news. He's uh, now, instead of tormenting President Trump every day, he is tormenting R. Kelly with a 55-minute VHS video. Boy, I hope they can find a VHS player. <laughs> They're going to have trouble with this. Um, he's turning it over to the Cook County prosecutors. The video shows R. Kelly having sex with the same 14-year-old girl depicted in the first video that Avenetti obtained, which was shot in 1999. The second video was shot around 2000. These are 20-year-old videos? Is that accurate? The last ones were pretty old, too, when it came out. So um, we're told, just like the first video, there are multiple references to the girl being 14 years old. Um, R. Kelly is repeatedly coaching the girl through various uh, sexual situations. And then I can't read the rest. I'm not allowed to uh, do this. Uh, it's very ugly. Um, but, you know, uh, if R. Kelly thought he was going to get away with this, you can't blame him. How many years? 20? 20 years since these uh, acts even took place? And in all this time, with the public pretty much aware of the fact that uh, he was involved in this, uh, not much. Not much was done. He almost got away with it. Um, <laughs> I got to tell you, the, the, the level of these stars thinking of their importance is amazing. And I, I thought that um, Robert Kraft had actually been arrested. That was when I left this studio on Friday. My impression was that he had already turned himself in or been arrested. And now come to find out that didn't happen. Um, his name was on a list. 
And there are other names on the list. Some guy from Citibank or uh, another guy who's a big hedge fund manager, um, neither of whom I've ever heard of, but apparently people in the know knew who they were. Um, their names are on that list, too. They're, they're all, like, not arrested yet. So somebody explained to me what was the point of having this press conference and giving all these uh, Johns, because I'm going to call them Johns, that's what they ostensibly are, giving out their names, um, what if one, some of them wanted to just leave the country? You know, now they know uh, there's warrants out for them. I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I just don't trust anyone. Whoever the reporter was that told us that Kraft had already turned himself in, um, you know, that's why we think there's fake news. Because half the stories I hear, by the two or three days later, I'm told that they were not not true, not accurate. It, yeah, who knows? I may find out. And with Michael Avenetti as the lawyer that's involved in this. I may find out that those videotapes are actually, you know, um, uh, recordings of uh, The Wizard of Oz. I don't know. People have to understand, if we don't trust news, it's for a good reason, man. We've been told a lot of things that are wrong. Anyway, I didn't get to my SPLC story in that hour, so I will get to it in the next hour. And, uh, and I just caution you, don't fall for the Southern Poverty Law Center's lies. Because that's what they are, and I'm going to prove it to you in the next hour. 